speeder or not speeder ship, but his, his spaceship. That's the Naboo fighter, and I need the uh, Moff Gideon big one. That's like four hundred dollars. Like it's like over a thousand pieces, and, and gonna take for fucking ever. I'm a little afraid of that one, but uh, you know, if I get that one done, then I might feel better about like trying to get a Millennium Falcon or something. Nice, that'd be pretty cool to have a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that one's like the granddaddy, though. It's like I, I'm not even thinking Death Star. I don't want that in my life. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I mean, you and I are not winning it in fantasy football. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, not winning is the—I I, I guess that's the definition of my team since I am winless so far. I am un, <laughs> unsuccessful, unvictorious in my fantasy season. And it's terrible. I, I feel li- awful. Are you Liz's only win? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that I sucks. Am, yeah, dude. Uh, my wife played fantasy football for the first time. Uh, her, her first team, first game, and kicked my ass heartily and then proceeded to lose every other game since then. <laughs> nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Hello, citizens. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the TV series Batman, and you're listening and watching the Three Geeks podcast, and it is fantastic. Wowie zowie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. It is Max, Justin, Mike, and myself. We are here to talk to you about what we're going to do for Halloween this season, maybe what movies we're going to watch. But I want to just jumpstart this because I'm eager to talk about it. My dog woke me up this morning at 6.45, taking a massive shit in the kitchen. Like, we're talking <laughs> Problem Child 2 size shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, is it Problem Child 2 or is it uh, Jurassic Park you the first draft. Oh, the Triceratops. <laughs> that's one big pile of shit. <laughs> so I was like, I'm up. I might as well watch uh, Halloween Ends, and I want to talk about it now with Mike. Uh, so mm-hmm. Halloween Ends, go into the movie. One, the movie's fine. Like, if it, if it was advertised as what it is, I think a lot more people would be happy <laughs> with it. You've adopted it, my perfectly fine stance. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it too, and I thought it sucked. But keep going. Well, um, <laughs> as as a trilogy ender, it sucks. But as a standalone movie, I think going back and revisiting it, I will like it more. But um, this movie is a remake of Christine, like in every sense of the word, except for instead of a car, there's Michael Myers. It's about a kid whose last name is Cunningham, just like in Christine, who's kind of nerdy, who slowly goes insane. So uh, it is Christine. It is John Carpenter's uh, Christine. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 the movie was fine. If, um, if I had known that I was going to be watching like a Halloween three esque remake of Christine, then I would, I'd be a lot more excited and happy. But this movie promised us uh, a trilogy ender to the last two movies we got. And this movie has nothing to do with what came in the last two films, like at all, like almost to the same level as Last Jedi did to uh, Force Awakens, <laughs> but only only worse because it, we're not even playing with the same characters that we. I mean, some of them are there and they influence the plot of the story, but um, it's fine. 
Mike, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I agree with you that as a trilogy ender, it's pretty pretty much of a whimper, especially since the previous movie, which I didn't even like Halloween Kills that much, but I at least admire it for being crazy. <laughs> like it escalated things to a point where I'm just like, this is going to be hard to top in terms of the sheer Halloween horror spectacle of it. Uh, but the thing is with this trilogy is there is a connective theme throughout all these newer films, which is like trauma. The first, the first 2018 one was about like Lori's trauma, the individual trauma that she's kind of held for all these years. If you discount all the sequels, uh, aside from the first movie and it's about her dealing with that. Uh, then the second one's about the community, you know, communal trauma, how, it, how, Michael Myers' presence and the horrible things he's done has impacted the community. And then this one's very much about generational trauma. It's like how do, you know, the next generation deal with all the crap that's come before and all the stuff that's been placed on them unfairly because Haddonfield just sucks. I mean, it's it's a shitty town. Everyone should just leave. <laughs> but this, yeah, it, this one was... It, it, it wasn't a satisfying kind of conclusion to whatever they were trying to do. And that's the thing is, even though this is a trilogy of movies, it feels as though like they're, they're completely sort of disconnected from installment to installment, other than like what you said, that characters for the most part follow through. But at that point, like I completely forgot that Allison had a like that there was a dad involved. I knew Judy Greer got killed <laughs> because Judy Greer is awesome, but I completely forgot about her dad in the first movie. <laughs> and that, oh yeah, that's right. Her dad's dead too. And like, so that I was, you know, not even factoring in the previous installments with this one. Um, and yeah, it just kind of whimpers at the end. I'm like, oh, that that's it, huh? Okay. Which sucks because there are some ideas here that are good, I think, and have potential, but they get saddled with a Michael Myers inclusion. Like, yeah. I, the, the Corey story arc could have been really interesting as its own thing, but then all of a sudden he meets a Ninja Turtle in the sewers, and <laughs> it's just like, I, I guess I'll be Michael Myers' protege. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, uh, spoilers, yeah. But. I um, agree with everything you said. Like, this movie feels like that kills would have been should have been like 15 Sorry. minutes longer and they took that 15 minutes and tacked it to the end of halloween ends and then that's that's where you get the conclusion of the last two movies is in the last 15 minutes and it's just like mike said i i liked halloween kills i liked what it said about um society as um you know gang mentality everybody coming together and getting enraged about something that maybe they don't fully understand and they end up killing an innocent because of it and um, this one, it just, it didn't, it just, as a Christine remake, it's fantastic. Like Mike <laughs> said, like, it's great. And then I, I just feel like the last 15 minutes, they shoehorned in the, the Laurie Michael Myers ending that we were all expecting this movie to be. And it just, it wasn't. And I think on, you know, revisits, people will enjoy it more, kind of like they did with Halloween 3, knowing what they're getting in for. Like going into this movie, knowing that this isn't about Michael, this is about this kid named Corey who's going through some stuff. And the movie starts with Corey accidentally killing the kid he babysits. And this is a deeper theme, too, throughout these movies, which is that, like, Haddonfield parents suck, too, because yeah. they raise their kids to be assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm just like, yeah, it's tragic 
that that's the way that kid went out, but also it's just like you're a dumb shit kid for doing that. That kid was a dick. That kid was 100% a dick. He deserved everything he had coming to him. Oh my god, he didn't deserve to get kicked off a balcony. But the fact also that, like, <laughs> hey guys, remember when we were in marching band and we cruise around town harassing 20 year olds for drinking money? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the marching band geeks are the villain, yeah. are the a series of antagonists in this that I found that hilarious. That is, I mean, like, you don't see that coming. That's that's <laughs> new, you know. Like, <laughs> I could I could kind of place a couple of points where I'm like, Danny McBride wrote this part. Yeah, this part <laughs> I've had it with the jocks being the villains. Let's make the band geeks the antagonists. For yeah, Corey, and also he. There's a line Jamie Lee Curtis has early on when she's like, you need to meet someone who just makes you want to go out into the middle of a field. Show your like, tits. Show your tits and say, fuck <laughs> you. I'm like, that sounds like a Danny McBride yeah. line right yeah. there. That's a thousand a, percent. That's a Mother Nature pissed her pants suit title line. <laughs> that's my favorite McBride line. It's very All right, good. Justin, well, we're both pretty met on it. Where, what did you think of the movie? I, I, I was bummed out about it. I mean, it's a Halloween movie without Mike Myers, so go into that expecting that. Um, and I felt like the relationship between Allison and Corey was very unearned. Like, in a weekend, you're gonna go drive off into the sunset with this dude. Like, it feels like hey man, true love, I, I guess, but at the same time, <laughs> like, I don't know that that whole relationship. Like, Corey was the most interesting part of that whole movie, but like, I didn't for a moment, I didn't believe that Allison was gonna like drive off and be like, okay, let's this is love. This is we're, we're, in, we're in here now. It's like, I think, I think um. You know, just from experience, how, um, oh being around God. people in general, um, like trauma seems to want to connect with trauma, and I felt like they connected more deeply and faster because they shared a common like trauma theme. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of bought it. I agree with you; it was way too quick to. Um, yeah, I mean, have it like if we already time jump four years, time jump yeah. six months, have them d- date for a while. Not well, like they did a whole thing where it's like. The the prologue before we even get the opening credits is already a year after the events mm-hmm. of Halloween Kills, and then immediately after the opening credits, now we're three years later, and you know, again, it's this whole idea of this is an interesting story on its own when it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it's Haddonfield and Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, no, I agree. It should they should have Halloween three it and just made a different story and just left the Halloween stuff out. Yeah. But um. Um, I gotta say, uh, people were complaining about you know Michael Myers being weaker at the end of this movie, which Michael Myers is in the movie. He's in it for about ten minutes. But did you see what the town fucking did to him in Halloween Kills? Like, it makes sense that he's not like a hundred percent ready to go and uh, murder a bunch of people. But if we're he's saying that he is some like greater than life human thing, like it doesn't make any sense. That the dude's getting overpowered in the sewers. Like one one v one Michael, even in a weak state, should not be a thing. Well, he's yeah. still human, is the point. Like, he is still... Yeah, no, yeah, no, right. He really shouldn't though. be. He got lit on fire, he got shot, really he got... Yeah. yeah They've established like... that there's... there. I mean, they never outright say it, but there is some supernatural thing at play. Like, in this movie, when he... Did he do a mind meld or something? Was yeah, he, he grabbed, he grabbed corners looked in his eyes, saw how evil he could be, and then... And I'm sure that could just be, like, stylistically in the movie, they're representing, like, Michael is just that intuitive when it comes to recognize, game recognizes game. Type yeah. Of <laughs> like, oh, you're also crazy. Game yeah. recognize game, granddad. You but look pretty unfamiliar. I thought we were going to get some Blackthorn 
stuff going as soon as that happened i'm like yeah. is this yeah. gonna is this going to the cult route now yeah. what, what's happening <laughs> i'm glad it didn't go uh, which, route, but... which town would you like to or which horror town would you prefer to live in like nightmare that's a good town, top five <laughs> or um Stranger Things Town or the uh, the Michael Myers Halloween Town, like which, which uh, I think Stranger Things Town just because it's normal when it's not crazy. <laughs> also, I don't want to live in Crystal Lake. Well, that's a well, camp. nobody, yeah, that's a camp. That's, that's... <laughs> well, I mean, the town that Crystal Lake is in, yeah, uh, yeah I guess just stay away from the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no hey, one goes down that road, don't go down that way. <laughs> <laughs> and listen listen to your gas station attendants you are creeps uh i'm definitely i'm definitely not living in stranger things town no uh just because like yeah like when it's normal it's normal but like when the shit pops off like it it really pops off <laughs> um uh, i think i would live in nightmare on elm street town because like, if you're an adult it's not that bad at all yeah. like so okay, <laughs> period of your life, I guess is you're I'm, in. The, I'm the one of the kids who read it out, Freddie. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I would live in Nightmare on Elm Street, Elm Street Town. Yeah, Elm Street Town. As a as a trilogy ender, this movie gets like a one out of five for me because it does not wrap up this quadrilogy or trilogy, whatever they're calling it. But as a as a horror movie, I would give it a three out of five. Like going into it knowing what it is, I think you will find enjoyment in it. And um the Corey storyline is fascinating. I wish that they had introduced him maybe in kills so that there was a little bit of a like kind of like familiarity between the two characters and I would have bought into their relationship a lot more. But um yeah, overall, it's a three out of five as a standalone movie, but a one out of five as a trilogy ender because it's 10 minutes. Like, if you want to just see the trilogy ender, just fast forward until the last literally 15 minutes of the movie, and there you go. There's your end to Halloween Kills. And Halloween. Also, isn't it kind of BS shorts. how he died? Like, I mean, like, I don't want to ruin it too much, but, like, how he goes out is rough. It's not It's not very satisfying. The ending is sad. Him getting whatever. I'm not going to ruin it. Well, and also, I think that's just us being desensitized to slasher killers yeah being bum- getting bungled up a lot like how many times you see ghost face just face plant like yeah 100 desensitize it yeah. desensitizes you when michael myers goes through it so that's, fair. Like, that's fair i i do gotta say all that i i do agree on some level of the uh, michael myers not being super strong in this because they did the impossible they made michael myers scary again in 2018 which nobody thought could happen and then it carried into kills a little bit but michael myers is not scary in this movie like at all he's not menacing he's he's an old man like he is he's he's the old man he is he's he's disinterested in being involved in anything for the most part until dude takes his mask and then he's like oh fuck i gotta go yeah i gotta go kill you now I was letting you live. I was letting you kill. Yeah. Wearing your stupid. I was teaching you the tricks. <laughs> I did. I I chuckled a little bit at that when he's just like, "You owe me something, man." And like, I'm like, he's just gonna beat up Michael Myers and take his mask. Yep, that's yeah. what he's gonna yeah. do. Yeah. I gotta say, um, I give this a two and a half out of five. It's a half star lower than Halloween Kills, and I like I said, I didn't even like Halloween Kills all that much, but I gotta give it props for at least ramping things up and give it like nothing. Nothing shocked me in this, and also nothing wowed me in this. Maybe the DJ with his tongue on the turntable, but that's about it. 
Um, there was, <laughs> that was funny. I laughed. I laughed quite a bit at that. There was there was no ridiculous like girl in nurse's costume shoots herself by running into a car door. <laughs> like there was nothing stupid like that. And I don't know. At this point, I'm kind of like, just give me stupid. <laughs> I, I kind of liked the idea of like watching the town kind of understand there's a serial killer still on the loose that that was interesting to me for the first 10 minutes of that movie like mm-hmm. watching people hang themselves or be just outright scared of being around you know what well, i mean and, again that that was dovetailing off of like what jason was saying like that could have just been a, a to add on for kills yeah because that's, that's what that movie was all about was like the town has been messed up by this whole incident mm-hmm. and then yeah yeah, uh, the Halloween 2018 is definitely the best out of this trilogy. But oh yeah, freaking. Oh, the first one. Oh, it it it's the by far by it's a, a four and a half by a country mile. The first one, and then they just slowly go down from there. Yeah, I gotta give uh, all of them a uh, two out of five for Solid. being horror Solid. movies, and yeah. that I'm not gonna watch. So <laughs> yeah. the max horror rating scale zero out of two. <laughs> it's funny when I left Smile, I texted Max's wife and said, "Don't take Max to see this. Like he does not deserve to sit through this film." I mean, I, I, I kind of <laughs> want like there's a bit of me that's like, okay, no one thinks I'm gonna watch it. Maybe I should go watch it. Don't. But on the other hand, I'm like, I, I don't want to have nightmares <laughs> for the rest of the week. Like, like that's that's not that's not my game. <laughs> what do you rate, it, Justin? I, I think it's a two. Like, I I don't even want to do the point five. I it was fine. And maybe Jason, you're right. Maybe in a year or two, I'll watch it for what it is and I'll enjoy it better. But right now, I'm, I was very unimpressed. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is in the contract for the last film to be bad in order for the fans to want a better Halloween film for the future. Uh, it's like... Now I feel bad for the Exorcist trilogy with David Gordon Green. <laughs> Listen, I think David Gordon Green uh, is a fine director, and I'm curious to see, is um is uh, the same writing staff attached to Exorcist, Danny McBride and stuff? Because that's where my concern would come in. But if, Yeah, if that, that, that was my movie, issue with this, is that the filmmaking... And the way things were set up were fine. It's it, the writing I felt like was where it was really losing me. So yeah, because yeah, it's it's very on the nose. Like it's not subtle about what it's trying to talk about, which is fine. But then also that can't just be what the characters always talk about. Like Laurie never just has, aside from meeting Will Patton, but Will Patton's awesome. Uh, aside from meeting him in the supermarket, Laurie never really has any genuine moments just to be her outside of trauma lori so yeah the first movie is about lori the second one's about her daughter and the third one's about her granddaughter is the best way to put it and i i said it earlier man yeah this film has an identity crisis it feels like it is part christine and part halloween one thousand percent and i think the christine remake is coming out next year but we just watched it like just take the Michael Myers parts out of this movie, replace them with a car, and you've got like a perfect Christine reboot. There, there were a lot of cars in this too, and some car-related car kills. Oh, Dude, when, all he, right. when he got the motorcycle, I about lost it. I'm like, holy shit, is this Christine <laughs> just with a motorcycle? And again, those goddamn band kids, like, did <laughs> with dicks. Like, I was like, I don't like, even. Do band kids these days talk like that, man? Like one of them is actually in their uniform in the first scene, like shoving yeah. Corey into the dumpster. Come on, you know when we were in band. We used to like drive around and like 
baseball bat mailboxes and, and trying the to get people to buy us food. Practicing. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like the band is out there running rampant. Really, like, we had like multiple run-ins with the police. Like you were there. Act like you like you, you can try to I act think- innocent. It made, it made me chuckle too that there's you know there's four of them but one of them clearly isn't cool with the other three being assholes and they're like she's always like why are you why are you guys being such a dick i'm like why are you hanging out with these people yeah it doesn't seem yeah. like you're on board for any of this small town yeah. bro small yeah like town. leave oh, yeah, it's a small town i guess who else, who else are you gonna hang out with <laughs> like the only person play, i felt you play the flute you get stuck with doug trevor and chad okay <laughs> like that's just how it goes <laughs> the only person i really felt bad for was the i guess stepdad oh my god i felt awful for oh yeah that that was that was it was an accident like he died on an accident like he was the nicest guy in the whole movie um so uh he writes no john carpenter cameo these are his sins no Lindsay character (laughs) arc cutaway kills and the best ending should have been allison shooting Corey, and mysteriously disappears like the 78 ending while Lori killed michael with Lindsay. there was that part at the very end where you know you have like the ambient shots of the house and i think you hear like the deep breathing kind of like what they did in the first movie so i'm like okay i get it even though he's been turned into hamburger like (laughs) by that point sure uh, let me send you the over 200 films to watch for Halloween 2022 on another video. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got time. <laughs> sounds good, man. It sounds good. Or or lady. Oh, it sounds great. Um, person. Hey there, yes, person. person. Speaking, speaking of Judy <laughs> Greer, Mike, human. have you watched Reboot with Judy Greer? On Hulu. I'm sorry, what? There's a show on Hulu called Reboot. Which no, Judy Greer. I you meant, every time we talk, I know which show you're talking about, but I thought you meant like Reboot, the, the anime. The cartoon. Yes, like, I love that show. There's a reboot of Reboot? <laughs> awesome. She's great, man. I, I just wanted I to shout her out for that. It's, oh, my it's God. If they, did, if they did Reboot over again, I'm I so was, down. I was disappointed that there was no Judy Greer in this. Like, part of me was pulling for like, oh, maybe she's like in a coma or something. Maybe she's been in a coma for a couple. I'm like, nope, no. So no, they didn't cop it out. She probably read the script and was like, nope. Immediately inferior <laughs> because of no Judy Greer, because Judy Greer is awesome. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis got the Halloween ending she always wanted. Uh, there's no way Michael Myers can come back from this. <laughs> Didn't he come back? Jason came back from hell. My Myers can come back from hell. It'd be fine. Well, I mean, you'd have to establish that hell existed. Well, <laughs> so far, so far, you know, he he may he might have been superhuman and there might have been some demonic play, but they've always on the heightened reality play in these movies. So far, there hasn't been any, like, official supernatural stuff, except for Halloween 4, 5, and 6, which is not canon anymore. They've retconned those, yeah, but um, comparatively, yeah, he is one of the more down-to-earth slashers if you put him up against the Jason Voorhees or something, or, you know, even, I guess even Leatherface to some degree. Oh, no, I'd say Leatherface is more down-to-earth than Michael Myers. Leatherface is like killable <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just a dude that likes to eat other dudes yeah leatherface <laughs> and ghostface are pretty humany but um ghostface is just a series of dudes yeah, yeah. but like like you're saying like like how many times does go- ghostface get caught on his freaking outfit and face plant like like I, I i like that you know as a, like okay this is definitely a person because like that shit would happen to you if you're wearing these loose flowing fucking robes and trying to run around i've watched scream one and scream two all the way through and i thought they were good for what they were i've never watched any of the other scream movies aside from like reels of Ghostface just failing because <laughs> it's adorable it's adorable to watch Ghostface just 
fall through a wall or something. Like that. <laughs> just like shit. <laughs> we are we are going to talk about some franchises we want to watch. Um, I, I, I a lot of people were saying this movie was worse than Halloween Two, the Rob Zombie one, and uh, Resurrection, the one with Buster Rhymes. It is not worse than either one of those. I will die on a grave. All right, I die on a hill. hill. Say this that. is the hill you're dying on. <laughs> it's better than H2O. <laughs> um, he's waiting for the Terror Train remake on Tubi. Uh, Tubi just released the um, awesome Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial movie that oh my God. you know, run out and see. Did you uh, watch that? No, I have no interest. <laughs> I didn't even watch the trailer. I didn't even play the trailer on here because we. We're still watching it. Like, it's still happening. Like, <laughs> it's not... Uh, he's waiting for Ghostbuster Spirit Unleashed. Me as well, The Chant, and The Devil in Me. I can't wait to see two of those. The third one I haven't heard of, The Chant, so... What's Spirits Unleashed? That that's Ghostbusters, a, Spirits Unleashed? Ghostbusters that's, 5. Oh, like, coming. that's official, like, the sequel's coming. Okay. Yeah. Halloween yeah. 5 and Resurrection are the worst. Halloween 5 is fine. <laughs> which one's one that there's a producer's that's six right that was butchered in like editing and stuff yeah yeah the one with paul rudd with paul rudd there's like two different versions of that movie (laughs) young paul rudd too it's his first movie i believe whatever (laughs) paul rudd is the same same. yeah (laughs) paul rudd has not changed since he was in fucking uh oh not legally blonde um not uh clueless yes he looks exactly the same. <laughs> yep. He was in Romeo and Julia, Julia with DiCaprio as Paris or whatever his name is. Yeah. I didn't know he was in. I haven't seen that since high oh, yeah. school. Man, oh, we could just talk all day about how Paul Rudd is an actual supernatural being because he just never. <laughs> I think he's just a bunch of clones. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <clones. laughs> <Men in> black. <laughs> Halloween oh, Returns with Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. The Undying. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about stuff. How's <laughs> everybody right. doing? Anybody Good. seen it cool? Um, did you finish Andor? I, I was pleasantly surprised with Andor. Like, I I tried. I got at first. I I couldn't care. You know, I was like, all right, but I I it's Star Wars. I gotta watch it. And uh, like, I, I feel like it's like the Mission Impossible one of Star Wars. <laughs> like. It's, you know, it, when the action hits, it's really good, but, like, it's a lot of, like, talking and, and rooms and, and people, like, you know, secret meetings and stuff like that. And it's not, like, it's intriguing, but it's not action, you know? And uh, I, I don't know. I, I dug it. I liked that they didn't end with, you know, Cassian Andor, Hero, Hero of the Republic, um, or, you know, Hero of the Rebellion. Um, I really, I, I dug, there was a couple of just, like, key beats where I was like, this is... This is like a solid show, and I mean, like Rogue One being one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Um, this goes along with that very well. So I don't know. I, Everyone I, needs to go out and see this show if Max is recommending a Star Wars TV. I told I told Max at lunch, at lunch yesterday. I'm like, the second Mike said that he liked Episode One quite a bit, I was like, I knew it was going to be the greatest thing that ever put the film. <laughs> that's that's where it's kind of flipped now because I haven't had a chance to pick up with Andor since I saw the first three episodes just because I don't know I felt like I'm good with those first three episodes I don't really <laughs> care 
I did like in an interview, uh, what's his name, Gilroy, said like, technically, was it's like, what's it like making like a prequel where you know the character is gonna die? And he's like, well, technically, we're all living a prequel because we're all gonna die at some point. It's like, mm-hmm. thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's facts. <laughs> yeah, it's facts, but no, I, I don't I, know I, my ending though. <laughs> I need to, I need to catch up with the, the last couple of episodes. It's all done then, right? It was just yeah. six episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to catch up with the last three episodes and I still need to catch up on rings. Like they're still on the ship for me. I haven't I haven't oh, I, I haven't even started it yet, so you're fine. Don't I'm on the last episode. I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm I realize people don't like it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm fine. It's just though I don't know why Lord of the Ring it, the fact that it is like an hour long hour and some change long episodes mm-hmm. to commit to and it, i don't know it doesn't draw me in as much as house of the dragon draws me in oh for sure it, it definitely house of the dragon draws you in much yeah. easier i mean uh, hold on max uh it, i just googled it andor has 12 episodes this season wait, what? what so you're yeah. not you're only halfway in max oh okay oh well, that's, that's now max is like oh god no it sucks <laughs> yeah not that it sucks but like they should have just they should have just called it right there like i I do know. I watched it. I think they're going to time jump. I think every six oh. episodes are time jumping because they're supposed to <laughs> what, end. What narratively has this happened? Like, how is the dragon kicked off or whatever? Someone just all of a sudden decided, like, hey, let's just time jump. I can buy it more in House of the Dragon just because at least stuff is clipping along at a decent enough pace and they don't leave you lurking in like a nebulous area where it's like, what happened six years ago? It's like, no, well, they tell you what happened six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Diego Luna has said that he is done playing this character as soon as the series is over. They're doing two seasons and that's it. And um, he said he will not come back for any prequel stuff because they're telling the four years leading up to Rogue One and that's it. That's all he wants to do. He's fine. Yeah, He's good. I got these uh, Star Wars actors being like, no, I'm not coming back for any more of this. Him, Boyega, <laughs> Ridley, like they're all like, oh. I'm out. <laughs> I was well, I mean, it, it sucks. It sucks for Boyega. Like I feel like Boyega got screwed. The he got the such a raw deal. I totally agree. And he I got mean, such like, a raw deal. I I hate his character. Not like Jar Jar Binks level hate, but like I just don't like the character of it's at all. And, potential. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, he had so much potential, and they just pooped all over it. They just, yeah, hey, we're gonna throw this away. Oh, you know what? You're just goofy fucking guy like have fun with that like like i i, I yeah and they, they shit on that dude and it sucks and there's a lot of potential like i saw fucking storyboards for the um or who's the second director the, the second movie uh ryan johnson ryan johnson ryan, johnson, ryan johnson's third movie the the the, the third postquel <laughs> um that movie would have been like just from the storyboards would have been so much better than the movie that we got. And I'm just like, it's just all the wasted potential. It was, um, um, he sure did. Colin Trevorrow was the direct, going to be the director of three, uh-huh. not Ryan Johnson. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, no, I saw storyboards for the third movie that didn't happen. And I was like, why didn't this happen? Like it was, <laughs> It was like the ghost of Luke Skywalker training Ray. It was it was a lot of like really cool shit and But Max, the Wookiee got the medal. <laughs> I, that's true. Like like I mean you can't you can't fault them for finally correcting the fucking 30-year-old mistake of, of not giving Chewbacca a medal also. But Max, Samuel L. Jackson's voice was heard for five seconds. I want to talk I can... about the 
Look, if he's not saying I'm tired of these uh, mother-loving snakes on this Monday to Friday plane, like, I don't care. Like, I want I, to be uh, for Sith. His motherfucking yeah, no, the stuff, the stuff I've seen from Colin Trevorrow, even though I don't like his Jurassic World movies, the, um, the oh, stuff his Jurassic that he had, World movies are garbage. Yeah, <laughs> except for half of the third one. Um, I yeah, I like the I like the third ones, the the older cast stuff. I don't like the newer cast stuff in the third one, but um, yeah, no, I, he wrapped up the trilogy. Like he actually connected the JJ and the Ryan Johnson movie pretty well in what I've seen in his trilogy. And and it's just shame on them for not following Marvel. Marvel put shit out like regardless of how the previous movie did. The second movie's still coming, like. It's a shame we didn't get to see how the trilogy would have was supposed well, to end. But Jason, Jason, Carrie Russell was in there wearing a mask the whole time. I love her in the American. <laughs> who was who was Carrie Russell? <laughs> uh, uh, a friend of the guy that helped them. Yeah, the the the, per, the character that was there to prove that Poe Dameron isn't gay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I definitely didn't read that out of that scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's in there solely to be a case of the not gays because, come on, Poe and Finn are clearly like in love. In love. And it's that would have been more interesting. That would have been way I more mean, interesting. I mean, again, and like this is where they screw Finn over. Like, you could have given him something, you could have given him anything, but no. The only thing I felt towards Rise of Skywalker was when Chewie finds out Leia's dead. Cause I'm just like this poor dog, everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone's yeah. gone. It sucks to be Chewie right now. Yep. I mean, yeah. So that's like, well, Chewbacca is what if dogs had longer lifespans? You know, like what if dogs lived like turtles <laughs> or tortoises? I mean, like, uh, yeah, it would just be sad because they're everyone's best friends and all their best friends die. But so, uh, what we're saying is watch Andor. The next six episodes. What a roundabout way, but yes, Mike, the first the it. first six episodes as a mini series <laughs> or whatever, I think is solid. Like I because yeah, now now we're gonna get into the okay, here he becomes a true believer, he starts working with the thing and fucking hero of the rebellion and yada yeah, yada yada. For six episodes, Disney, and then you just had I mean, to, well, to be fair, you Max, you thought the first six episodes were gonna be that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Like they got me with these six. I'll take that. I I will happily just take that. Like if I'm if I'm right about the rest of the the season, then you know, like that is just what it is. But like I was surprised at these six episodes. So, the... good job, good job, guys. You got like you know you did it. You did something. Like congratulations. <laughs> that, that, that does make me happy in the sense that if they're doing the time jumps the rumored time jumps between every six episodes. It makes me happy that at least those first six episodes are contained and hopefully the next ones will be contained and so on and so forth. But we'll see. Um, Celeste Casteller writes, I like Quantum Leap continuation series. It's fantastic. I also agree. And anybody that's bitching about the, the original star not being there, like he is the whole plot of this new <laughs> series is where is Sam? Like, where's Sam at? Where, how do we find him? Where do we go? And uh, I'm digging the series. I like how they've created a mystery out of the original Quantum Leap series. And I'm in as well. I think it's great. It's more of the same. I don't know how anybody's complaining because it's the exact same show, just with an Asian lead. Like, it's the same. It's oh, the same. obviously, obviously that's what they're complaining about. Continuation. Um, <laughs> well, I personally, 
as an American, am offended that they would get an Asian person to play Scott Bakula. Like, that is bullshit. How dare yeah. you replace this obviously white character with uh, any any other Asian or any other race? Any other Asian? Any other Asian? Asian? Yeah, no, it's 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 a tragedy. It's a travesty, and like that's probably why John Orlando isn't on the show today. <laughs> that's called slander. <laughs> he, he is not the same character as Scott Bakula. I just want to clear that up. <laughs> but um. Uh, he writes, I'm curious about the new Final Destination film. Not me. Me too, because <laughs> I like Final Destination 1, 2, 3, and 5. I don't like 4. I don't know why I don't like I, 4. It just 4 never struck a curve. Is, is there a big me. difference? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, talk, I, I did a whole thing with the scene stops about it, and we all feel like 4 is missing something, but none of us can figure it out because it feels like the same, but none of us like 4. But um, I'm, I'm currently going through the movies with my daughter. We're actually going to watch Final Destination 3 after this. And uh, it's so much fun. It's so fun, the kills. and Final Destination is like Fast and Furious to me. Like, they, they're just going to keep it on. Is. Make... I would say that's <laughs> the Fast and the Furious of horror movies. I think, yeah. It's they, fun. They're going to keep yeah, on making fast food of horror. Yeah. It's, it's going to always be the same shit. But, like, I, the first one I enjoyed. I, you know, it, it, it's what you know, it's fine for whatever it is. But, like... Good God! Like, what? What are we on now? Seven? <laughs> like, what? seven? What? Is it Final Fantasy Seven? Is that the one they're making? Five, six. Fantasy. <laughs> oh, Final Destination! Goodness sake! Yeah, Freudian. Final Destination in the Final Fantasy world. Now that'd be something. Are they? Yeah, yeah that'll that'll be, be Final Destination Ten when they <laughs> they're now appropriating other IPs to put Final Destination. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Uh, uh, they, I, they haven't done Final Destination in space yet, so like, that's what, you know. <laughs> no, what I heard I, that for the X-Men, uh, we are getting just like a one-hour one-offs to introduce each X-Men, kind of like what they did with Werewolf by Night. So we'll see. I, I kind of dig that idea as long as it's done well. Uh, uh, Mr. Sinister would be a fucking soup. Like, they, I mean, like, you need the right writers. But that has the potential to be a super badass villain. I mean, I fucking love him as a villain in the X-Men franchise. That would be super awesome. But yeah, you need to get the right writers and he, stuff behind it. And you need to let them make a different movie for once. Like it, he, it, was, he was at first in New Mutants. I think it was Antonio Banderas was supposed to be him, I believe. But then oh. they completely overhauled everything to do with that and delayed it. So yeah, fucking. There you go, Marvel. I mean, Antonio Banderas is out there. Let's bring him back. And that, that's not terrible, you know. Like yeah, that, that, you can definitely work with that. Um, yeah, like I, I wouldn't want like you know whatever hacks that they had in charge of a lot of stuff. Like I, I, I would not want anything. I think like, you know it, it would be a, slate, yeah. a wasted villain if if you know like and they're gonna kill him at the end like I'm not down for that like don't don't just do that please <laughs> don't waste the good villains because like good villains really are really are necessary to make the story go along and you've already killed so many so like let's just not well speaking that of, up. speaking of actual Marvel endings uh I watched the last She Hulk episode and yes it's like. I was like, cool. Let's just, yeah, completely just break formula. I'm, I'm cool with that. That's that's totally fine. And this is totally in the tone of the 80s She-Hulk comics. It's like, I'm all for this. I yes. honestly, uh, again, Max and I talked about this a little bit at lunch yesterday with the Mitt, but I am into the Ally McBeal She-Hulk vibe. I mean, I'm only into like five episodes. But you of still She-Hulk haven't watched so the ending, have you? 
No, because I, I, yeah, I haven't watched oh. it yet. But it's, it's not problem, You lied man. to me. You lied to me. You said you were going right over to watching it. Dude, I'm, I'm living that problem that I told you that I hate. It's, I'm watching it with somebody else. It's the only show I'm watching with somebody else. And I'm fucking stuck. Like, Shame. I don't know what to do Shame. with my life. Just watch it. Just watch it and tell them you didn't watch it. I used to do that Just with 24. When Jay, when Jay would call me and be like, I can't come over tonight to watch 24 live with you. I'll be over in two days. I'm like, fuck you, Jay. I'm going to watch hey, it and hey, pretend that I awesome. didn't. Awesome. <laughs> I love 24. I'll be happy to watch the show again with you in two days. Like, that's fine. You know, like, yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's just, just watch it. Like, the one, the one thing I can't stand about when one Marvel series ends is that immediately rumor mills for the next fifty projects start up because it's like, oh yeah, we had Daredevil in the show, so now we know exactly what's going to happen in Daredevil: Born Again, and this sets up. I it was like this sets up Spider Man Four for some reason. I'm just like. Where what are we doing? This conspiracy board with all the with all the string and stuff. Yeah, like, like, yeah you just what is this? Just enjoy, enjoy one goddamn thing at a time. Dude, <laughs> dude, back in the day when it was only like one person doing that, I would sometimes get into those theories. I don't do them anymore. I just wait till the movie comes out and like Wakanda Forever. I I saw a headline that made me want to click it. And I'm like, I'm not going to click it because I'm just going to go see the movie because reading theories online and all this other stuff, it creates expectations that I don't need to have going into this movie. I'm just going to go in. Ryan Coogler is going to give me something to watch. And then when I leave, I'm going to judge it based on what Ryan Coogler gave me and not what 5,000 people on the Internet wanted to happen. And also, it's like you judge it based on how you feel. You know, It's like, oh, well... Since someone said it was gonna be shitty, I went into it thinking like it's gonna be shitty, and you know, I I, I kind of liked it, you know, or, or whatever. Like it, that's why I, I yeah, I'm done with trailers pretty much, and and yeah, all the all the internet speculation can can just fuck right off because this is I, also this is also just I feel my response to it over oversaturation, and that's what's led to my burnout with Marvel stuff overall, up until like some of the newer, you know, breaking the formula type of stuff. Is just that there's way too much that no, it's it's killed off patience. It's killed off the idea of patience in terms of our expectations. Everyone's automatically moved on to the next four series that have already been announced. That's the thing too. Everything has been announced for like six more years, and it's just like, why? Why do this? Why not just pleasantly surprise us? Yeah, it, you've it, already it, got them hooked. You've already got the viewers hooked into your platform. It's like you. It, it, and this is going back to what you were saying earlier about like how quality kind of declines once you know something good gets started is like yeah this is how you keep people on this is how drug dealers keep people coming back for fixes <laughs> they get you hooked on the good stuff right away and then every subsequent fix is less in quality but they and, still keep they still got you yeah yeah so well, yeah. oh man it was so good that one time it could be that good again yeah. So, uh, to, to bring it back full circle, I think that's why I enjoyed Halloween Ends to some degree because I went into it kind of knowing that it was going to be different, and also that it it was met at best for most people. And uh, I think I, that really does help with an enjoyment of a movie is going into it expecting this and then being pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as bad as everybody made it out to be. It can definitely help. With but it's still bad. But still bad though. Say, I wouldn't say it's no, bad. I just no. think it helped with my enjoyment. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, look, just look to the way you said it, though. It's like it's not as bad as everyone thought, <laughs> but it's like, but that still means that it was bad. That still means that you didn't like it. Um, 
I know that like the day and date released st- stuff was a big issue this weekend. Like I forget who it was. Someone was really slamming Peacock for doing the day and date release thing with Halloween. That didn't hurt the box office. I think it still did like fifty million dollars. Yeah, but also I I think that also just feeds into the whole like I don't know. Remember, like there are shows that I consider to be appointment viewing, like House of the Dragon. That's appointment viewing for me just because it seems to maintain a consistency in terms of engagement and quality that I'm looking for. And I'll come back to it on a, you know, a little bit more frequently than other shows. But like, I don't have a lot of appointment viewing anymore. Like a lot of stuff like and or I, I will catch oh. up on it eventually, but I don't yeah. have to be there. It's me and She-Hulk. Like, I, I'm going to catch up. I just... Yeah. For um, me, She-Hulk, it's just because it cl- those episodes clip by really fast for me. So I'm just yeah. like... Yeah, oh yeah. It's like, really like, fast. It, is it weird that like, I super appreciate a half an hour long show now? I'm just like, oh, awesome. Like, it's not an hour. <laughs> like, that's so good. <laughs> it's nice because you can watch a half hour show when you're waiting to go somewhere. Like, I got 20 minutes to kill. I'm yeah. going to pop on She-Hulk. Like, yeah, like, you know, that's, that's glorious. But um, with Andor, too, like, I dug that, like, I was not pressed to watch it like it, it's really like something you can actually like you know I'm, I'm playing magic while i'm watching andor and, and you know like <laughs> it's 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 not fully like it doesn't it didn't grab me like, like so like my, like my whole attention was like paid to it but like i definitely wanted to see what happened you know so it's like yeah but like it's definitely a show that's like you can put off <laughs> you don't have to have to have to watch it right now. So like, I gotta say, I was, it also, this also factors in a little bit to the movies that come out as well. Because like, you know, I, I send you guys links for the Maharshal Ali, the Blade thing, and like, I know other people are like, automatically they're building up their expectations for what this movie's gonna be based off of its uh, production turmoil thing. And while I'm still curious, I'm just like, I have no interest to see this as much as I did before, just because I'm like. I know too much about what's behind the scenes of it now. See, what makes me happy about, like, Blade, for me, hearing that it's being postponed means that they're putting more time into it. That's how I see it. Like, they're putting more time in it to get certain things right. Like, you know, the director left. They're resetting the vision. They're not pushing to have Blade out when they originally needed to have it out. They are stopping, waiting, and then proceeding, not... Like we gotta get the new director in here now because we gotta hit Blade next yeah, year. Yeah, and, and you gotta use all this footage, but kind of make it your own deal. Like like that that would just ruin the whole. Fight. Yeah, no, it, it it actually helps my expectations for Blade knowing that they have paused production and that they've taken it off the schedule. Um, I'm glad. I mean, it sucks for Mahershala Ali because I know he really wants yeah. to make this movie, but it's it's also great for him because that means that. I think he wanted. I think he wants something a little different too. So I'm, I'm sure he's like, take your time. I, I think he's being brought in to be like a creative consultant or. Morning, George. Good, good. And get get yeah. it right. Uh, yeah, get, get. Yeah. Get a good blade going. Yeah. That guy deserves it, and he can produce. Like, if if you give him the material, you give him something to work with. Marshall Ali will fucking work with it. Like that guy is a good actor. So. Don't just give, don't do the fluff bullshit. Like, like, give him a role to play and he will play the shit of it. Like, Luke Cage was so much better with him as the villain that when, when, when he got killed off, like, the show, like, literally got, like, X worse. Like, it, it was, it was not, not unwatchable, but you're just like, well, like, the other guy was better. Like, like, why are we doing this? <laughs> I remember, uh, 
who took over from villain? Was it what's her name? It was yeah. a lady. Uh, yeah, it was, I forget the name of her. And then, and then I think there was was there another? It was like a dude in a super suit or something, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so. it's was, been a while. Like, I, can't, I can't even remember. Yeah, like, who, who even so gives good. a fuck? Marvel used him <laughs> twice in two different roles. That's how good of an actor he is. Like, uh, yeah, give this guy, give it time, let the movie do its thing and then come out and then we'll, we can judge it based on there. But I, I'm with you guys and the, the fan press to put theories out there and expectations and what's going to happen. It's like, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. Like one of the best things I, I think about Ryan Reynolds, one of the things I think Ryan Reynolds does really well is promoting himself and his movies, especially Deadpool. Like forget everything else Ryan Reynolds has done. When it comes to Deadpool, I think he is exceptional at, knowing how to promote that movie did you guys watch the short two clips that he released the first one teasing hugh jackman and then the second one with hugh jackman where he's like yeah hugh and i let's tell him about the movie hugh and then it goes mute and it's just them like pretending to fight and then like hugh jackman's like trying to kill him as they're talking it's on the whole plot of the movie i um i'm glad i, I don't want hugh jackman to be the wolverine in the mcu but i do like that him and ryan are making this movie because i feel like the first two deadpools almost teased uh, team up between the two of them throughout like there's little hints that maybe something could happen and i'm excited for deadpool 3 very i want ryan reynolds to do something other than play ryan reynolds for a while like i miss when he was actually trying to do stuff other than his own brand but like, that's not it, paying him money though <laughs> it works for it works for deadpool because you know deadpool's supposed to be that self-aware type of thing and that's fine i i kind of miss when he was trying to do like dramatic stuff at points the and nines <laughs> i you know say what you will the nines i thought was a, was a trip so i did too you know. i like the nines I, I like ryan reynolds as ryan reynolds i like the adam project i like free guy i like i like everything he's ever done like even amityville horror i like them in i think the amityville horror remake is i didn't like the remake rated. so much but I, I i think like he was going for something at least in that like, yeah no ryan reynolds is a fantastic actor i mean yeah, i, I haven't seen barry that. yet because that is one of my fears, like in life, that I don't want to watch a guy in a coffin, like just dying. But um, I, I agree. I think Ryan Reynolds is a great actor. I wish he could find more of a the mixture between. The well, two. this is this is my issue with The Rock too. Is just like I hate when blockbuster stars become comfortable just being their own brand. Like The Rock is, he's essentially the same person in all these. He's gonna be that person in Black Adam. Like, oh yeah, like, uh, that's why I, am, I have zero interest in Black Adam. It's like, yeah. oh, so The Rock is playing himself again. Like, you can make it sound like dark and grisly all you want. I'm not seeing anything different from Dwayne Johnson in this. No, that I haven't seen anything King. else. Yeah, he's just playing the Scorpion King. Like, like, it's it's the same shit. You know what I did like The Rock in? It was like a down to earth drama about like uh, a dad who has to run like guns or something it was it was produced by wwe films or whatever way back before he became like a superstar thing it was like, yeah this thing was called contraband or something like that and it was like no fights no like over the top action stuff it was like a serious dark drama and i'm like he's actually pretty good in this he was really funny in pain and gain as horrible as that movie is <laughs> like he was actually like the highlight for me because he was at least going big and dumb and goofy and sociopathic and then uh, after that, it's just like, I can coast on the fast money. It's all good. I, I, I like The Rock, but one of my favorite Rock movies is like one of his first movies, which is Walking Tall with Johnny Knoxville. 
freaking love that movie so much. I just got the rundown. I'd never seen the rundown. I the rundown the is sale. one of my favorite rock. I like the rundown a lot. Yeah. Um, the rundown's a precursor for every rock is in the jungle movie that yeah. is to come. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, he's like, hey, I like this. It works. Uh, let's let's bottle it and, and fucking put it out there. He should just make movies like Ernest did. Like, The Rock Goes to the Jungle. <laughs> the that, rock. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing currently. That's the Rock in a car. Has he done a... I mean, he did Doom. Has he done a, a horror movie, though? No. I like, like a straight-up horror movie? Yeah, straight-up horror movie. I like to see him play a slasher villain, not actually oh, speak or anything. Put him behind the thing a mask. I don't know, just because he's so physically imposing to begin with, you're like, there's no way Krampus has taken down the rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> it, like he's just physically like it's an impossible. It, yeah, like, Mike Myers it's fighting in the sewers. Yeah, like he said, no one can one v one Mike Myers ex- except for the Rock. Yeah, like yeah. The, the Rock can one v one Mike Myers. <laughs> if he was in Halloween Ends, I'd be like, oh well, this is over in five minutes. Like, <laughs> like oh my god, poor Mike Myers. Like, what did he ever do to deserve this? <laughs> they can try to dork him up as much and like give him glasses, put him in like suspenders, be like, he's the high school English professor. It's like, yeah. no, it's still the Rock. You're gonna have to do. Uh, person. Even <laughs> even pull a skyscraper, like take off one of his legs. Like it's still not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ladies and gentlemen, we fell off the house and the crew put up Christmas lights. His body's broken in a cast. Like this yeah, is the rock in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you put the rock in traction and maybe somebody stands a chance. <laughs> Full body cast, but but still, but he has one finger that's wiggling loose. Like it's still, yeah, yeah like no, fear the Just pinky, bro. Fear the pinky. <laughs> If he's got a pinky and an eyebrow, you're done. You're yeah. done. <laughs> Your bottom's about to get rocked. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I can't talk that. Can't talk what Justin just said. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Be back next week where we review Black Adam, because at least I'm gonna go see it. Uh, mainly based on next week already? Yeah, pretend everything I said about rumors because I've heard that Henry Cavill's in it and that makes me kind of want to see it. But I'm gonna go see it because I go see superhero movies with Tony, no matter what it is. I, so. uh, I, I I do believe Jason is dragging me to this one, and uh, <laughs> I, I I it's gonna be bad. Like you're gonna a, love it. A DC movies, um, like anymore, like rarely give me anything to get excited about, and B, like it's a it's a Black Adam without Shazam, and it's a Black Adam kind of like in his own universe. Like they might throw Henry Cavill in there, but it's still like. It's not the you know it's it's not the story or not the my like, black Adam. It, it's like Venom without Spider Man is not really Venom. You know, like that that doesn't work for me. So yeah, like I I I'm not super excited to see it, but I'm going and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, no matter hey, how bad a rock movie is, I usually find some enjoyment in it. Oh, there's so. yeah, you're entertained because the Rock is punching through walls and shit. I mean, like, <laughs> are you not? Yeah. I, I could believe the Rock could fly. Like I could see him as a superhero. I mean, like, that's not fair though. He's flown in like five. He's already movies. a superhero. Yeah. No, I meant in real man. life. Like if you told me the Rock flew in real life, I'd I'd believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, but, like uh, if you watch uh, if you watch uh, Hobbs and Shaw, like if, if the Rock finds seven Samoans to get together with, <laughs> the power it. the power of Samoan friendship is is Apparently. stronger than anything. Like yeah. yeah. You can hold up a whole row of cars. Defy <laughs> physics, okay? 
buying physics that's that's part of his uh his wake up app thing is like okay today everybody you're going to float six inches off the ground hey, man, Kevin Hart. we're gonna go for a foot by the end of the week right <laughs> now kevin hart i could see in a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah if kevin hart like what if mike myers was kevin hart <laughs> It's more like the leprechaun, right? <laughs> there you go. Cast the rock as Leatherface and oh cast uh, uh, Kevin Hart as Leprechaun See, and put them in a buddy cop road trip movie. A buddy That's slasher film? That's what we need is the rock as a horror movie monster of some kind. And I don't mean like, oh, he's going to have a redemption at the end where he turns out he's a nice monster. It's like, no, make him a stone cold, straight up like slasher villain. And that would be terrifying because, yeah, yeah imagine the, the Rock no as Leatherface chasing you down. Yeah, like it, it wouldn't even be a chase. It wouldn't <laughs> even be a chase. Like I would, I would have been frozen in fear and shit in my pants. Like this. <laughs> the problem with that though is that he'd have to be like, uh, but the kids still gotta like me. So yeah, next like, Halloween, the Rock is coming to Texas. <laughs> I, I, just, I just need him and Ryan Reynolds to become like pure assholes in their next movie roles that aren't them. Like, make make the Rock a horror movie villain, like straight up horror. Make Ryan Reynolds like a loathsome gangster of some kind. Yeah, who's just and, and make, has no and morals. Throw, throw Mark Wahlberg in there as like the librarian who gets Marky killed in Mark. the first. No, 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 no. Make, no, 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 no. make Mark He's... Wahlberg someone that I can actually like in a movie. So. Yeah, like, like make him like a likable, like lovable person who dies in like the first five to ten minutes. <laughs> make him Paul Red. Now, there goes our I mean, Wahlberg no, sponsorship. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. All right. So we were we were breaking out, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, everybody. I want to thank you guys all for tuning in. The comments have been fantastic, and. um I, I participated in the Scene Snobs Ghost Hunt the other day, and we picked up a lot of subscribers after that. So I want to thank all of you guys that came over from that live viewing and subscribed and hit us up on Facebook and so forth. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, next week, we are going to do a very Halloween-centric episode about what I don't know yet. I got to find a good horror topic that Max can also participate in. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys next week. I want everybody to have a great day. Stay safe and uh, love each other. Recycle your droids. See you. Hey, somebody actually did it this week. Like, did it without it, not being